So I have a friend who, um, who loves to cook, and uh, he'll spend like all day preparing a, a phenomenal meal, uh, standing on his feet, going out and getting the, the fresh vegetables and all the goods, and then preparing them. And it, it's fascinating. Like it's exhausting just to watch him, never mind do the work or help him. But he never minds it. He, he's tired, but he, he doesn't mind the tiredness because he's got a complete passion for cooking. Uh, extraordinary. Uh, one of our parishioners, uh, she loves to garden. And um, she has spent endless hours. She's got like a half an acre, half an acre in garden. I mean, like vegetables. And, and she has abundance of tomatoes that come from every type of variety. And she brings them out and shares them with other people. I watch her go into the garden, and it's like, oh, my back is just killing me just thinking of watching her bending over and doing it. But again, she absolutely loves it and does it without any, any recourse. Um, you know, I love to hike, and many of you know I love to hike, and, and I'll, I'll often go on like these 8, 10, 12-mile hikes, or sometimes 20-mile hike, and I come back, and I'm like, oh, I sit down, and I'm like, why do I do this again? <laughs> and then after a couple of minutes, I realize, I know, I just love doing it. I just have a passion. I, I love being out in the fresh air and the mountain space, and, and when I, like this last couple of weeks, I've been able to hike, and I really miss it when I can't. It's just, a, it's a passion that you don't think of the suffering or the pain that you, you go through to, to take that enjoyment when you have that passion. You just realize the passion and you do whatever it does to take it. Um, when, for example, you, you, um, you, people who are married, you, you have your spouse and you, you don't think of what you're going from as much as what you're going to, right? Like you, you, you give up lots of relationships to spend time with your spouse, but you don't think of that as a loss, uh, as a major sacrifice, staying in on a Friday night instead of going out with the guys. You're sitting in and having time with your wife. You, I mean, is it a sacrifice? Yeah, it is, but you don't think of it in that way because, well, you love your spouse and staying at home is just, just a joy. So it, it's not, it's what you call, oftentimes you look back and see what you're giving up or what pain you're going, you're sacrificing then yeah, it is, but the reality is what you're going to or what you have is far more overpowering or far more contentment. Um, the reason why I bring this up is because today's scripture passage of take up your cross and come and follow me is probably one of the most misused pieces of scripture that's ever used, uh, ever quoted. And usually it's, it's, it's um, for somebody else's cross. You know, you, you tell them their cross, and you tell them that they've, God gave them that cross to walk through life, and it's wholly unhelpful. Just, just if you've ever used those terms, please don't do it. It's not helpful to the person carrying the cross, or whatever that cross might be. It's just not helpful in a spiritual journey. But even with ourselves, you often account for things that, that really have nothing to do with our Christianity. I mean, there may be troubles of life, but they have nothing to do with our choice of following Christ. But we assign that that's a cross that God gave me to carry it. Bull. That has nothing to do with it at all. Like, let me give you an example. Like, I have, I have a really bad back. Suffer from a bad back for years and years and years. And I used to say, oh, yeah, my back is it's a cross. It has nothing to do with my choice to live in Christ. Absolutely nothing. Whether I chose to follow Christ or not, I'm still going to have a bad back. Right? I could, you know, mentally get around it and say, oh, it's a cross from God that I must carry. But in fact, it has nothing to do with my relationship with Christ. Now, if having a relationship with Christ 
might transform my pain. That's a different reality. That's very, very different. And indeed, that's true for me. But I, I think we have to be very careful about how we frame this scripture passage. The Lord says that if you will, be, if you are in love with me, because remember, he's telling, he's telling now Peter and the disciples, come and follow me. But he says, let's now, he says, if you love me, you will follow me. And, and yes, there will be pain and there will be suffering because I'm going to have that, he said. But, but if you love me, you won't mind any of that. That, won't, that. that cross won't matter. That cross won't be heavy. Because, well, you've got a passion for it. Just like my friend who's cooking, parishioner with, with the gardening, I mean, with hiking, there is no, I don't look at it as a sacrifice. It's not, it's not I mean, yeah, is it painful? Yeah, but I don't think of that when I do my hiking. It's not the reason... Oh, my friend is cooking or the prisoner is gardening. You, you, you do what you do, and you accept that there is part of it is this sacrifice. I sometimes wonder, are we fully committed to Christ? Because we whine endlessly about what we have to do for Christ. None of us, very few of us, have got any real crosses that are being carried because of our faith. I mean, I'm not suggesting we don't have trouble in our life. We have pain in our life. Absolutely, I get that. But none of us are being persecuted just because you believe in Jesus Christ. I mean, we're not in Syria where our head is going to get chopped off when we say I'm a Christian. I mean, at least not that I know of. But I mean, we don't put our lives in the line for that. But we are called to put our lives in the line and to serve Christ in all we do. We are called to put out that effort, and whatever, whatever loss or sacrifice we have in that process, we, don't, we ought not to see it as well, because we've made this choice for Christ. I love Christ, and so I don't really find it as a loss or a sacrifice, well, because I've given it over. Like, for example, myself. Like, I mean, I've given my life over to Christ and, and do what I'm doing, and, and people say, oh, you've made a huge sacrifice. Well, I don't consider that. I mean, do I, have I given up something? Yes, absolutely. But I've got so much more in return, far more than I ever put out. And so the idea that, that I see that as, as a cross sacrifice, sure, you could name it all of those things, but I never see it as a loss. I never see it because the, the love of Christ is real. And therefore, I don't feel the sacrifice. I don't, I don't have the experience of it as heavy. So yeah, it is, I pick up my cross and I follow Christ. But I wonder, are we doing it enough? Do we lay down enough? Are we in love with Christ enough to realize that whatever we have, that, and it ought to be something. Because if we claim to follow Christ, then there ought to be some massive change in our life. There ought to be some sacrifice, but it ought not to feel painful. Is there suffering? Yeah, but it's transformed by the love of Christ, which we have. But that requires of us to be, well, all in. It requires of us to, to lay down our life. And then, then everything else gets transformed by that. And when we make that decision, well, we joyfully pick up the cross, whatever it is, and we don't see it as suffering, we don't see it as sacrifice, but we see it as a if what we're going to, not what we've given up from. So today, let us renew that commitment. Let's make sure that when we come to this table, that it isn't just something we receive, but it's something that we internalize.
and live out there. That we make sure that we are going to Christ all the time. And that whatever sacrifice we give, that we do it for Christ, and therefore is transformed. And a cross, while it may be a cross, but it just isn't heavy, because it's Christ.